This is episode 87 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. May the blessings of the Lord be with you in all that you do today. This is Rise Up on Family Life. A lot of times we eat and forget about it, like three, four, five times a day. But there are meals that are memorable and have really stood out to you for whatever reason. That's what we're talking about on this episode of the Rise Up Morning Show podcast. When that question was first posed, you think about that because, I mean, how many meals have you had in your lifetime? And to have one stand out, but one within five seconds popped into my mind. And it goes back to the very first full-time job that I had. Uh, And I remember it was like, I was like a couple of weeks in. It was like, hey, it's the first time living out on my own, having my own apartment, getting my own paycheck, you know, those kind of things, you know, like for for the very first time. And I remember getting a paycheck that was like, and it was for this one paycheck, it was a little higher than normal. It was a commission sales job. So it was like I had earned more money on that paycheck. And I looked at the paycheck. It was a Friday, got the paycheck. I was in sales. I was all, you know, I I was dressed in my suit. You know, I looked really good. You know, I felt good. Got the paycheck. I'm like, wow, you know what I'm going to do for the first time in my life? I am going to go down to this restaurant that's in a hotel, a really nice restaurant and by myself, just me, by myself, I'm going to buy a steak, a baked potato, <laughs> salad, and just sit down and enjoy it with the money that I earned. Mm. Uh, and I just remember, one, looking forward to it, two, sitting down and thinking, hey, I'm, I'm an adult now, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. and, <laughs> and actually enjoy, I mean, and just every bite was like so good. I don't know if it was the anticipation or the, in my mind, you know, I earned this. It's just my money. It's not my mm. parents paying for it or doing something, but, um, I don't know. That was just a very memorable meal. And, uh, that's the first thing that popped into my mind. And they always say your first answer is the right answer. Right. Ooh, so, that's uh, something yeah. They say. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, the ironic thing these days is I don't even eat steak anymore. I don't, it doesn't, Oh, <laughs> can never relive. I that. love steak, but it affects me in a bad way. But oh. right. so it's kind of ironic that like my favorite meal or most memorable of all uh-huh. time is something I don't eat anymore. Have but... a baked potato. Thank you. I love baked there potatoes. There you go. Yeah. But lay off the sour cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've had some really great meals as a family. We've been blessed to travel to some incredible places. And uh, just, wow, the food has been unbelievable. But I think if I were to say that those travel meals that I've enjoyed the most are the ones where my family was not getting on each other's nerves, which sometimes happens when you're traveling. Like you're just together all the time and then things are just said and the meal is just unpleasant. So if I, but I think about those meals and I'm like, I don't even think that that's, you know, one of my favorite experiences because the thing I loved most about those meals were the people and the conversation. So then I'm like, well, if I open it up to like any meal anywhere, maybe it's not about what was being served. Maybe it's about the people who are there. And I'm reminded of our table pre-COVID, which I'm ashamed to say it's like the end of 2023 and we still haven't gotten to this level. Uh, A few years ago, well, around COVID, 
actually before that, we opened up the floor plan of our house so that we could open up our table to see like a ridiculous number of people, you know, to the point where I could get like 12, 15 people seated in my house in different you know, different configurations and how cool it was to just have all those people there. But there was one Easter that I remember. And the only reason I remember it was Easter is because I took a picture of the table and I had just put these little potted daffodils and plastic eggs down the entire thing. I cannot tell you what was served. I cannot tell you what tasted good. Mm. But I did the thing that I always thought I should do, which is I just invited random people from church over for Easter dinner. Like, oh, you know, you're divorced and your kids are going to go be with their dad for Easter. Do you want to come to our house? Oh, this pastor who didn't have any family in town and his wife, you want to come to our house? And it was just this table filled with like family and mismatched people and everybody just enjoying the gift of the resurrection. I just remember it being just a sweet time of fellowship, you know, and the decorations weren't super fancy. I tried. I'm not Joanna Gaines, you know, <laughs> but the food was probably just all right. Cause again, I'm not Joanna Gaines. The conversation, though, was great because God is good and he was in the middle of it. And people just lingered for hours. We played cards. We just, it was like that perfect day. And it was around this meal table. And shame on me for not getting back to that yet. I'm not sure what's holding me back. Uh, Part of it is the pandemic puppy that is very poorly behaved around guests now. So, um, But we need to get back to opening up the table and just having people over and enjoying fellowship because it's really, it was never about the food, you know, and those really great meals for me. And that's the thing is a lot of times it's not specifically about the food it's there's there's circumstances around it and that's where my answer to this came in although the food here this was really really good it was may 17th 2016 got home from my first day of work at family life ministries that place and my wife had made dinner for me. Now, we weren't in our own place yet. We were staying with my parents. But it was nice for her to get to have this kitchen and use this space and be able to feel like she could prepare a meal for her husband when he got home from his first day of this job. And it's funny because I that meal, I I liked the, the picture taking thing. I took a picture of that meal. I loved that meal. It was delicious. It was like this chicken stir fry kind of thing. It was so good. And I'd always thought back to it. It wasn't until just the other day that it came up in conversation. You remember that chicken stir fry I made the day of your first day of work? I do. Rem- I didn't realize you remembered that chicken <laughs> stir fry. Do you know how you made it? I have no clue how I made it. So I'm never going to have this chicken stir fry again because it was just one of those meals where you just throw things together and man, did it turn out so good. I still remember just how it was kind of sour and sweet and tangy and good and one of those things, a flavor that just lives on in my memory. I loved it at that time and Who knows if I'll get to taste that again. But what really stuck out to me about the question about what meals do you remember is scripture memory. And I know that there's like no obvious link there at all, but it's because of what I heard somebody say about memorizing scripture once. So you memorize a portion of scripture and what do you do with it years later? Is it always in your head or does it eventually kind of fall out of your head? Well, Sometimes you memorize a scripture for a time. And I heard somebody compare scripture memory to meals. He said, we don't, we don't remember every meal that we have, 
but they fill us, they nourish us, and they get us to where God needs us to go. And, and some of them are so significant to us that we remember them forever. He said scripture memory is the same way. Sometimes you memorize a verse and it's like for a season. It's for a time. You can draw upon it. You can re- recite it in your head. And it's it's nourishing you for that time that God has it in your life. But you might not remember it forever. Then there might be other verses where maybe it's only a small handful, but boy, you'll never forget them. They're always going to be there. They're always deep in your soul to feed you. So that's the way that for me, I, I would have never thought of that comparing scripture memory to meals. But when you think about it, they both kind of feed our soul in the same way. Today is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad in it. This is Rise Up on Family Life. You put two pieces of dessert in front of me, one a carrot cake, one a pecan pie, and I don't know which one to choose. Mm, like them both? I like them both. Mm, Here's my problem hard. with this right now, and I need your help uh, okay. right now because uh, I have two jokes, and I don't know which one's better. Um, there's, two, there's two jokes, and, and I have to choose with one. So oh, later, t- you know, I just want to tell people these later today, and you guys will be the judge. And it's got to be at least one. Like we're just, just going to set one. Okay. I'm going to have. I have two, but I have to choose one. And I'm going to try both of them. Okay, so can you just tell? What if you just tell us the punchline, and then we can tell you which one will be better? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Okay. You the tell punch- me. That I'll tell you which one has the funnier punchline. <laughs> All right, I'll do the punchline first, okay? The okay, first, okay, okay. And they're two to- right. the two topics are very uh-huh. passionate topics. One okay. is coffee is a topic, mm-hmm. and another one is money. So those two are yeah. two very passionate sure. topics. Okay. All right, punchline number one. Yeah. No, that's too many. Okay. Oh, Tim like that one. Tim like that. And I think it's ironic that your jokes are funnier when you don't tell the whole thing. Let me try the second punchline. Yeah. I'm no longer young. <laughs> <laughs> Like we that. might be on to something. Oh, what if from now that's, on, yeah. you don't tell the whole joke, you just that's tell the punchline? That's great. I like the first one. Okay, try that one again. <laughs> yeah. No, that's too many. <laughs> just enough. <laughs> well, I'll tell the joke now then. Okay. And then okay. see how All that right. works right. with that. Uh, a man says to a woman, hey, we should go out for coffee sometime. And she says, okay, how about 10 tomorrow? He goes, no, that's too many. Oh, okay. It's funny because uh, she was talking <laughs> about time, time, but time he's thinking about coffee. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, right. good. Okay, okay, the second mm-hmm. one, the punchline was, I'm no longer young. Here, Here's the, or just a statement. When I was young, I didn't have a lot of money, but after years of hard work, I'm no longer young. Wait, hold on. Okay. See, I, I got it. I did. Okay. No okay. No. Okay. Okay. I have one more joke. No, 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 no. That's too many. That's too many. And I'm no longer young. Coffee? Check. Music? Check. Fun and encouragement? Check and check. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. If dogs could talk, specifically (laughs) if my dogs could talk Uh in a language that I understand, first I think they would say, I love you and adore you so much and you're my favorite human in the whole wide world. Don't tell the others. That would be the first thing that they would say. Quite probably. And then the second thing they would say is, because it's so boring, mom. And the question would be, why do you try to eat everything other than your dog food? Because the kibble is boring. 
is boring. Oh. Same thing every day. Same taste, same texture, same color, same smell. And they're supposed to get excited about that? No. So I saw a list of the things dogs try to eat other than their own food. Okay. And I was like, yeah, that pretty much tracks. Let's see if you can put together the top five things uh, the, that dogs eat that are not their food. Not, not their, their food. food. Okay. Right. Good morning. This is Mark. I am Townville, Pennsylvania. Uh, I, I would say that there's there's two main staples. I'll give you one if you want the other one. But the first one is they eat pizza off the counter all the time. Popcorn is number two in our house. People food is oh, number absolutely. five, and I think pizza is their favorite people food. Well done. That it would be, for us, it would be um, cardboard boxes. Mm-hmm. I would put Anything that in the category cardboard. of paper, which is number four. Oh. Well, there we go. We're not doing too bad. I'm Deanna, and I live in Caton. And how about socks? That is number one. You got it. Awesome. Sometimes they don't eat them. They just walk around holding them, Uh looking at you going, you know, I could eat this if I wanted to. Yeah, my dog (laughs) just likes our Crocs and our slippers, but he doesn't hurt them. He's just like, look at me. I can carry your stuff around in my mouth. (laughs) Thank you for checking in. (laughs) Sure. All right, so rounding out the list, we had people food at number five, paper at number four, Uh number three, Kids' toys. Oh, the dogs eat the kids' toys. They love those kids' toys. Number two on the list, the garbage. Oh. Oh, If you've ever had a dog that's gotten into the garbage, this is the the worst. worst. And then number one is socks. Socks. And the reason I I believe, you know, in all of my years of dog psychology is because (laughs) they look at that bowl of kibble and they're like, (laughs) boring. (laughs) Just looking for a little variety in their life. That's all. (laughs) Woof. If you're looking for fun, hope, and encouragement, you've come to the right place. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Well, the mystery continues. Oh, boy. Excuse me. Excuse me. The mystery continues. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you. Sorry. Oh, dun, dun, dun. I was <laughs> Delayed. Dun, dun, dun. Therese, yours didn't sound quite as mysterious. Dun, dun, dun. I'm warmed up now. I'm feeling yeah. better. I, I've right. been thinking so much about your mystery. Well, like, I'm really perplexed. I well, thought I'm, I knew what it was. I'm still perplexed. No, it's been several days now. Here's the here's the mystery. In a little section, I want to say the best estimate I have is about a maybe three or four by f- four foot area square but kind of at an angle a little bit is the turf ground all mm-hmm. dug up which was a few days ago green grass can i may i um dun 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 thank you all the grass is dead and, and ground is dug up it's and and it's, like it's dirt now it's it's dirt with the with the turf like flipped over dun 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 i know yes we do have you know groundhogs woodchucks whatever they're called is there chucked wood near that spot i haven't seen any it's all like dug up, but I don't know what other deers don't do that, do they? Deers don't. You know, was, stick. Maybe, Bears. Maybe I don't. Deer, Tim and I just come over and mess with your lawn just to like <laughs> send you oh, on these perplexing journeys, yeah. just so that we can have the opportunity. But to, but deers da, da, da. exactly. So deers that, don't do they'll, that. Never, they'll eat like the fruit from your trees, but right. I've never known them to dig. And a bear, a bear dig. wouldn't like dig into. I would. It'd be like in your garbage no. can. A dog. I mean, that would be a lot of work for a dog to dig that much and actually have the turf. So I have no Flipped idea. Over. Yeah, so anyway. Only one yep. thing to say. What's that? Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. <laughs> that was well said. Yeah. The deeper issue you have, uh-huh. Steve, yeah. is a grub problem. Grubs, grubs are especially active from mid-September, which is about now, uh, through November. And those grubs, they seem to attract a certain uh, striped rodent oh. to your yard. We heard from uh, Tim 
and Marathon, uh, Jen in Addison, Shannon and Elma, Michelle from Bloomfield, Cindy from Oneonta, wow. and they all agree you oh. have skunks <sighs> digging wow. for grubs. Wow. Now, wow. here's here's the next question. Me being a city kid, not a country guy. Uh, uh-huh. Now, I have seen skunks around our area so over the years. Mm-hmm. That's fine. What? What's a grub? Actually, is it just like a little? It's, oh, it, like yeah, a, it's a it's, it's a, like a it's little like a thing that it's like a wormy kind, kind of. Guy. They eat your the roots of your grass in that area that's now dug up. In the previous, I'd say, week or so, mm-hmm. that grass would had been green. Was all of a sudden brown and dead you before got a grub the situation. Up. So there's you grubs. Do grub. I, how do I get rid of grubs now? Okay, so I did, there's a lot of different things that people recommend right. online, yeah. you know. But one of the things uh-huh. that is a skunk repellent yeah. is coffee grounds. Oh, and if there's anyone oh, I know who oh, makes man. a vile cup of coffee, oh. it's you. Oh, I, I feel that. like you could just go so sit just, outside with a mug of your coffee. But I can just pour the it, coffee grounds in that area. You, that's Sounds what it's like, yeah. that's will that what of, it Will says. that get rid of the grubs, too? It'll get rid of the skunk. But I don't it'll, think it'll, it'll give, give your grubs a little more get up and go, and then maybe they'll be caffeinated <laughs> to get out of there. I can hear the grubs now going, hey, this is great. Oh, God, give me some more. Give me some more. You're not late. You're right on time. And we're glad you're here. This is Rise Up on Family Life. Hello, this is Sue Woolett. I'm in Jamestown. Well, Sue, for the unspoken tickets, you have to give an incorrect, unrelated answer to get the tickets to this question. What type of blood is the universal donor? XXY. XXY. See, they're letters. Um, It's it's not related. It's It's just random. It's like coordinates. Okay. We're, we're, we're wondering if you're wrong enough, is what we're wondering this morning. I don't think there's anything more wrong than this, okay? <laughs> I mean, you could have said minivans. That's pretty un- You un- could have right. said minivans. You could have said chocolate. You could have said chocolate. Chocolate is definitely not the universal blood type. Hold on, let me look at my list. XXY is not on <laughs> Is this the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard in your life? Yes. <laughs> exactly. That answer is correct. Congratulations. You have endured, and after you patiently endure, you receive the promise. Some concert tickets to see Unspoken in concert. This whole thing is very biblical. Congratulations. Thank you. Of course we're happy. You're here. Why wouldn't we be? Thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life. The purr of a fresh batch brewing the murmur of voices on an autumn morning at the coffee house. Ah, you can hear those in any cafe. But where else are you treated to these fall sounds? Sorry, who had the uh, deconstructed breakfast sandwich? The Rise Up Cafe offers seasonal delight you won't find anywhere else. Sip into a cup of culture, learning latte art with Therese. Notice the barista's delicate use of light and dark strokes in the foam. This cup really speaks to me, you know. Step up to the counter and order something fresh from Steve's Joke Blender. You'll love this one. What do you call an octopus wearing latex gloves? To get to the other side. (laughs) Isn't that a scream? Or expand your mind with the science of caffeine from Tim. On page 394, we read about the caffeine molecule's similarity to adenosine, enabling caffeine to bind and block its receptors. Let's start with how the non-selective inhibition of phosphodiesterase increases cyclic A-monophosphate levels. Oh, uh, anyone need a refill? The Rise Up Cafe opens its doors for the season as soon as we can find the key. You can't just do that with records, Tim. Oh, sorry. 
putting the hmm in your autumn. I thought we were going with um. Putting the um in your autumn with the Rise Up Cafe. Orange, you glad I didn't say submarine? I guess. Can I set my smoothie? 